Hi, and welcome back to the Quick and Dirty Romance podcast. We know it's been a while, but we're your hosts. I'm Sky McDonald, author of the Auntie Bell series. And I'm Sarah Smith, author of Faker and If You Never Come Back. Each episode, we'll dive deep into what it's like to be a contemporary romance author. We'll talk writing inspiration, give you the inside scoop about the publishing world, chat about how we write those infamous sex scenes, and more. And then we'll pull out and wrap it up in 30 minutes or less, but we promise to leave you satisfied. So if you haven't already read our books, be sure to check them out after you listen to this podcast and DM us with any questions or requests for future episodes that you might have. Today, as I said, we've taken a little bit of a break over the summer. It was kind of unannounced and everything, but we want to thank everybody for staying with us as even through all that and all the things going on in 2020, we hit a thousand listeners and that was super exciting. So welcome back to our show. Uh, We're very excited to be back as we get into the fall season But uh, today we're going to be talking about how do you fall in love from six feet away? Is it possible? How does that work? Romance in the time of quarantine. We're going to go deep today on social distancing and new romances being released. Uh, We have reached out to some of our dear friends and put out an open call on social media as well. And let me tell you, people have had things to say. So, so do we. We have a lot to say about this, Sarah and I, we've actually talked about this a lot in our just general chats, so let's get right to it. Uh, Social distancing in romance. Uh, What do you think, Sarah? Go. Well, um, I guess, can I start off with my personal opinion about this whole situation? You should. I think you should. Okay, so I just, I think that... And I'm not trying to minimize the seriousness of the situation that's happening right now. Obviously, it's very serious. And I hope everyone is taking um, this pandemic and quarantine as seriously as you possibly can. Um, But I just, I don't know. I, when I read my romances and when I write my romances and rom-coms, it's like an escape for me. And I just don't, I don't want to read about this madness in my fantasy and that's not to say that like that like it can't be done or that there are writers out there who are writing great um pandemic love stories i i'm not aware of any but i'm sure that there are and that's awesome and that's great and if you like reading about that i think that's awesome but for me i just think i just think the world is kind of a dumpster fire right now (laughs) And I just don't like being reminded of it in a medium that I'm trying to use to escape, I guess, is the best way that I can think um, to explain it. But again, that's my personal preference. I would never, you know, dictate what other people want to read or entertain themselves with. Um, That's just my gut response to this whole thing, I guess. What's yours? I'm curious if yours is... (laughs) Well, you know, first of all, I hear you giving a lot of caveats about how you feel and different things. And I think that's great because, you know, as ever, these are only our opinions on it. Um, So whatever's true for us does not have to be true for everyone. However, I do think that there's something to, as you were saying, like, you know, all due respect to the quarantine. I I mean, and, and the COVID and everything. I don't think not wanting to read about it is disrespectful. Um, 
I don't think wanting to read about it is disrespectful either. But I think saying like, no, I don't want to read about it does not actually undermine the seriousness with which you're taking this or the gravity with which you feel for the people who have gone through it very, very intimately or anything like that. I think leaving it out of the conversation can be as respectful of a way as putting into the conversation of something like an escapist romance fantasy. Um, and I really do think that that's just everybody's personal preference and different opinions are perfectly valid, but I don't see not wanting to read it as not respecting it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's um, a, yeah. I totally agree with you. That's yeah. I, I don't think, because I, I also like, I've been curious about it. I've brainstormed even through it. I've been like, could I write uh, like a quarantine romance? What does that even look like? Because I'll be honest with you, I've not been dating. Like, you know, I haven't been on the apps, as they say, in the time of COVID. Um, so I have no idea what that experience has been like for people. Um, I imagine it's been tricky because you really <laughs> want to, like, get to know somebody. And at the same time, you really I mean, it is an odd, like, sort sort of, like, don't come too close. Like, how do you know when somebody's worth it to cross that bridge? Um, I think it was, and we're going to talk a lot about the things people had to say, but I think it was our dear friend Kelly from Boobies and Newbies, who is one of our favorite people. Uh, I've worked with her. I know she's, she's worked with your book, Faker, Sarah. But she said something about... Um, it's easy to romanticize the idea of a lockdown because it's a take on forced proximity. And I think that that's really interesting. Like, I do think that there's like a balance to be had there because when I have thought, could I write a, a quarantine romance? It does feel like forced proximity. It does feel like, you know, how do you not let it, or I mean, maybe you don't not let it go that way. But I guess for me, like, as we've talked about in previous episodes, romance is a fantasy and so i i don't know that i'm ready to put it in uh <laughs> i don't know i'm ready to put it in uh <laughs> take that as you will you're ready you know you're ready i'm joking <laughs> you got to be real careful before you put it in though right sarah yes. um, but <laughs> oh i love it when i stumble on an innuendo joke um sorry sorry not sorry um but yeah so i'm i'm not inclined to write it in fact, in the writing that I have been doing over the pandemic, uh, I have not included it. And I don't think that it needs to come in, but I know people feel a lot of different ways about it. And so it's been really interesting to like get the, the hot take on the moment. Um, like I said, we, we put out a call and folks responded. And so big thank you to everybody who gave us their thoughts and insights. We're gonna be sharing a bunch of them um, Today, uh, we're also going to be sharing a bunch of them on social media because some some of them were, you know, like, they're so great, but, like, we, we want to make sure we're sort of staying focused. But, like, Sarah, do you think, like, in the future that's going to be a thing you want to read? Do you think, or is it just, I don't know, given the whole shifting landscape of everything, it may be too soon to even know that kind of thing? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I know that when I put this question out on Twitter to get people's responses, there were um, several people who said that they wouldn't be comfortable or they wouldn't be interested in reading about it now as it's because it's currently happening around us and it's affecting almost everyone I know their lives in almost every 
possible imaginable, imaginable way. Um, so it's not pleasant for them to read anything about that now, but maybe in the future it would be something that they would be interested in reading um, a book about. I know I remember a couple people also said that like they want to have some time pass between now and when they read about it because I it sounds like there, there's like a buffer when you let time pass. Um, there's still so much that we don't know what's going to happen and we don't know how this is going to end up. We and it's like I know that we're talking about this in the context of rom-coms and romance and writing and reading and that's kind of a fun light to look at this but it's also like this is a really serious situation that um, is happening right now and I can completely understand why people don't want to have anything to do with this pandemic and this quarantine in um, in their entertainment like they just want a distraction or um, they just want to do something that's not like staying six to ten feet away from somebody or like homeschooling their kids or, or something like it's just an escape. So I think I think it might be something for a lot of people where they'll be more open to reading about it in stories years from now because we're, we're still like in the thick of it and there's still a lot of things that and I know I know like and that's I'm not saying that that's the what everybody thinks because everybody has their own opinion but like um, I can definitely sympathize with that point of view because I'm also somebody who I don't want to read about this right now and actually yeah I, I don't know what do you what do you think well as you're as you're saying these things like I'm really thinking every time it's funny whenever we we do this podcast you you kind of will go into something and then my brain like opens up like all these little <laughs> roads in it um because it's so interesting to just like hear your take on it but what I'm thinking is this like People love some historical romance, but we're not, we don't read historical romances about the bubonic plague, do we? Do we um, read about the Spanish flu? Like, I mean, it could be set against the backdrop of, like, we know that that's going on, but, like, we're not reading about people battling the flu in romances. I mean, am I missing a whole niche genre? I mean, oh, so I, so I'm not a hundred percent. So I don't read a whole lot of historical romance myself. Maybe there might be like, you know, I niches mean, here and there. Right. Like, yeah. but even if I think about, cause honestly, neither do I, but if I think about like a lot of, I mean, you know, the Victorian era is just huge. Like that, you know, but, and that's cool, but that's not the point like people aren't saying oh yeah and then they died of of the black black plague cool like that which is not the right times timeline anyway but I'll, i guess my point is excuse me for rambling even now historical tragedies yes you will see world war ii be a backdrop but that's the romanticization of the soldier you know that kind of thing and that's cool like maybe there's a doctor nurse romance or something like that where they're like that kind of thing I can see, but where we're dealing with quarantine, I, I don't know. Like, I don't really think about romance. And since we're here to talk about romance, like I don't think about historical romance novels, particularly tackling the pandemics of the past, uh, like the things that cause like mass, mass death 
Um, and if they do set it in a time period where those things were happening, that's not really the focal point, right? Like that's not really like, and, and maybe I'm wrong. Feel free to reach out and be like, uh, you're missing an entire subgenre of romance, Sky. What are you even talking about? Uh, Spanish flu is hot. And like, if that's the truth, uh, cool, correct me. But like, yes, so like in fiction, I completely expect to see the COVID and quarantine and da 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 like being reflected. But when we're talking about romance, I just don't really see, I don't know. It would be interesting to see how it unfolds. I think maybe more interesting will be how does it change the way in which we interact with each other? You know, because a lot of people were talking about the whole factors of like Zoom dates and things like that. And so like, in what ways are we permanently changed? And has our society been kind of molded to fit this thing? And as we go longer into this, I think that those lasting effects will start to show in romance because they are simply the ways in which we navigate interacting with each other. Um, like, so we're not going to be meeting at bars maybe for a while. But if we do start meeting at bars again within the next year, then I don't imagine that we're going to see a lot of it in future romances because it will be an odd pocket of time that most everybody who who lived through, which that's the cool thing about this is that it's not cool, but it's fascinating. Let me change my wording. The entire globe can share this experience. Like, that's unique. Mm-hmm. But if we can go back, like if there is a vaccine, if we do move through this pretty quickly and we are not permanently changed in the way we interact with each other, then I don't, I, I, I would think it would be an odd kind of a niche pocket genre to like continue to focus on in the future. Yeah, that's a good, that's a really good point. I, and that the, when you mentioned bars, like meeting up at bars, that's um, a couple of people I remember commented that like, they like reading um, contemporary or whatever contemporary rom-com romance, um, especially like, oh, when, you know, like I met him at a bar, we were at a crowded pub or whatever, even though you can't do that or you shouldn't do that right now because that's dangerous. Yes, um, yes. But they appreciate the nostalgia of that because it reminds them of a time when we weren't all stuck in our houses and it was dangerous to our health to go into a crowded bar or whatever. So I feel like, like, I agree. I think um, certain things are going to change because of this, but I do think there's going, there's a lot of people who kind of miss and not because they think like, oh, I wish I could go to a crowded or a crowded bar right now, but they miss the time when you could do that and you didn't have to worry about getting sick. And I think there's a lot of value in the nostalgia of that as far as like, a lot of, uh, as far as like how a lot of romance and rom-com stories are. Meeting in, meeting in a crowded bar, (laughs) like uh, if you never come back. Right, perhaps. (laughs) Perhaps like your novel, If You Never Come Back, which everyone should go and read right now. Um. (laughs) Right, no, sorry, that wasn't like shameless promotion. (laughs) No, I just just threw that shameless plug in for you. There you go, because everyone should read it. <laughs> but no, I, like as I was reading it, because if you never come back was set was released over like when we were in the throes of the quarantine. Yeah. Um, and I love. I wish I could go to a crowded bar right now. I'm not going to because that's not safe. But I love being in a pub and just talking to strangers or watching people interact or interacting with somebody. Like, 
And I loved reading If You Never Come Back because I had no problem imagining that. Although I will say it is too weird to watch on TV, like stadiums full of people or something like from a TV show. It's like, oh, yeah, I remember that. It feels like a long time ago. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm, I, I'm a fan. And it will be interesting to see if this becomes, like, if we write social distance romance, does it become very, very dated to a specific place in time? Is it, like, mentioning putting, you know, checking your pager, right? Like, if, right. <laughs> you yeah. know? Or is it going to be just the new way? And it'll be an interesting, like, only time will really tell that. Um, yeah, that's, I think that's 100% true. And I think that's why a lot of people, um, at least in their answers to when I pose this question on Twitter, I think that's why a lot of people said, like, well, we're still in it and I'm not comfortable reading something because we're still trying to figure out what the hell is going on. How is it going to turn out? And I think, um, yeah, like, when um, you're writing any kind of romance or rom-com story, you want it to be as universal as possible. I mean, there's stuff that is going to date you just because, sure, sure. you know, like time moves forward and you can't like, I mean, I'm sure we all remember reading books where like everybody had flip phones and like, mm-hmm. do we hate on those books? No, we shouldn't. Not for that reason. Um, right. But that's so also you talking about that brought up something in my head that I wanted to say um and that's like I hope that people keep in mind when they're reading um any kind of romance or rom-com from from this time period on that um publishing is a really um long-term process and so I've so I've heard uh like bits and pieces here and there about people having issues with certain books like oh my gosh can you believe that they didn't mention social distancing or oh my gosh can you believe that they didn't mention the quarantine or the pandemic and that kind of irritates me because it's like well we're writers we're not like psychics we can't predict the future and nobody who released a book now or ever, um, ever knows what's going to happen. And so I hope that people aren't um, too hard on books that don't mention the quarantine or the pandemic the way that they think that they should. Because again, like, one, I don't think you should have to. And two, publishing takes forever. Like, my book, our books, you know, like, we've written them years before, and they just came out now. And like, that's just how it is. Everything takes at least a year to put out. And I just hope people are really sensitive about that and don't fault um, authors for, you know, just not being able to tell the future because nobody can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Nemesis was released in April, but it was written in 2015, you know? Yeah. And so like, obviously like there have been edits and changes made since then, but yeah. And especially with the traditional publishing route, I mean, Summer Down is coming out in October. Please pre-order it. Look at me plugging you all day. Look at that. Because it's so exciting. But yeah, so your book is coming out. But when did I read that for you? Two summers ago? Uh, A summer ago? Like a year ago. A year ago? A year and a half ago? I don't know. Like it's been a while. And I'm sorry, like it's not quarantine pandemic like sensitive. Like they go to crowded stuff in that book. And yeah. Well, and I mean, live and in nemesis like she's at the honky tonks because nashville and i'm actually i'm going to nashville i'm traveling safely but i'm going to go see my family because i haven't seen them in a year and you know part of me really wishes i could go down to broadway and second avenue but i'm not going to because it's not time but like i want to and i want to read about stories and write stories where people are enjoying those things because they are things i still love 
But with all that in mind, uh, and Sarah, you know, you mentioned Twitter just now. Like, we did want to share some, like, and we're not going to be able to read all of it because it's it's a lot. And like I said, we are going to put a bunch of these on our social media profiles. So be sure to check out people's thoughts. But we wanted to give you some high, a highlight reel of some of the things that people around uh, the Romance Landia community are saying. All right. Um, Sarah, do you have a quote that left out for you? You want to, I'm looking for um, this. Yes, I do. And this is, um, this is the favorite one I remember getting. Um, it's anonymous, so I don't want to name any names, but like, this is, I think really well, <laughs> well said. Um, so we asked the question, do you want to read, um, pandemic quarantine stuff in your romances, rom-coms? And this person said, no, I read to escape this hellhole," And I a hundred percent identify with that because that's why I read um, that, that actually reading that made me laugh out loud. Cause I'm like, yeah, like this, the world really effing sucks right now. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't want to read like, you know, like I watch the news obviously because you want to stay informed and you want to know what the hell is going on. But my Lord, is that depressing? And you know, when I'm reading a rom-com or a romance, I need to escape this hellhole. So that person really just spoke to my soul. So thank you person for saying that. <laughs> well, our, our friend Kelly from Boobies and Newbies, which if you have not listened to Boobies and Newbies podcast, they're, I'm plugging everybody today. Let's do it. Um, please listen to hers, too, because she has she says it is too effing soon. There is going to be so much trauma attached to this pandemic in 2020 that it's not going away anytime soon. That being said, seeing this as this quarantine will absolutely affect the way in which we date and pursue relationships. I wouldn't mind seeing that reflected in romance as we go forward. So it's too effing soon. I want to escape this hellhole. That's that's definitely a trend that we saw. Your your Twitter call, a lot of people were just like, no, right? Like one of the quotes yeah. was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got so many no gifts that I'm like, yeah, I, I definitely understand the sentiment. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on the other side of that, I saw, I grew up hearing uh, Zappa's computer love and then singing my heart out to NSYNC's digital get down. So I'm, I'm down for reading about virtual sexy times. So if social distancing is included in the story, but not due to a pandemic and it's not the main theme, I would be interested because the longer version of this is it gets a drag. Uh, one of the reasons I read and love romance novels is their ability to help me escape from reality for a little bit. So into the uh, digital sexy times, but let's, let's like keep it fun, basically, which is fair. Yeah, I definitely appreciate that sentiment. Also, that kind of like reminds me of I don't know if you're like following along with certain like health guidelines and I feel like I read something before like these are healthy ah. <laughs> sexual positions. Yes. <laughs> like that. Oh <laughs> my god. I will dig up the New York state which I'm not a New Yorker anymore y'all uh, but I will dig up the New York guidelines because let's just let's just say rimming is discouraged, okay? <laughs> <laughs> From the state of New York. <laughs> So oh my gosh. I, I just appreciate that. Like there's, I don't know, there are people, there's somebody in an office someplace making like, okay, we got to think about this because people, yeah. we got to keep people safe, but we want to help them have fun. Uh, any other quotes you want to share out? Um, I just one more. I, this is from another writer, um, who said, I don't want to write it and I don't want to read it. I purposely switched to pure escapism in my content and not trying to like beat a dead horse, but I feel like that's nice to see another writer's perspective. 
that um, they're not, you know, it's not something that they want to read about or write about. So I have quotes from two writers to build on that, and it stays in the theme. So I think I'd be intrigued to read one or two, but the romances I'm writing have no mention of COVID, says Sonia Palermo, who is one of our very good friends. Please check out her books as well. Um, and then we had another writer who weighed in, and we want to thank her. Uh, she wished to stay anonymous, but it said, personally, it doesn't bother me. I think romance tends to reflect what happens around us, and this is what's happening. People are falling in love despite the pandemic. They fell in love during wars and famines and other difficult times much worse. Why can't we write about falling in love during COVID? Um, so I think that was an interesting other take on it from a different writer. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, um, I, I like that. That's a really good point, because that's true. And but you know that there's a pair of quotes that I really want to share out. So um, <laughs> because they just came out and like they're com from completely different people. Uh, but I think that they're a really fun, like inverse of the, the, the side. And I think this might be a good place to kind of tie it up unless you have more that you want to quote out, Sarah, because we've got tons, like I said. But Megan says any books that pl take place in 2020 or thereabouts and don't mention it would be weird. Definitely expecting books in the next few years to at least mention it. It's like having a book that takes place in 2001 and not mentioning 9-11. Okay, so that's interesting to me. Thank you, Megan, for that. Although, I'm not sure. Like, I, I mean, I guess, and also for me, I don't actually put years in my books. Mm -mm. No, I don't So either. it's kind of like happening now. Um, but the the other take that we had to sort of like be the opposite of that, which they weren't arguing with each other, it just came out and I thought it was a good reflection, came from the podcast show Bad Cop, Bad Cop, um, who said, how are you doing that? How silly. This is like when they had porn actors wear condoms during the AIDS crisis. It destroys the t entire picture, doesn't it? And I was like, huh. Okay, I can see that. Like, it, it's a real, like, literal cock block to have to say six feet away. <laughs> yeah, that's how <laughs> so I really want to... I want to thank both of those folks for weighing in because I thought they were both really unique and interesting points. And like I said, kind of like the opposite sides of the argument, which, you know, is kind of what we've been looking at. Yeah, I agree. Thanks everybody for. Oh yeah. Yeah. So much. And we will be sharing more um, on social media. So be sure to check that out. Uh, but you know, for now, uh, six feet away or not, Actually, Sarah, it's like 3,000 miles for you and me, but it was good for me today. Was it good for you? Hell yeah, it was good for me. And it's been so long since I got to say that. It's very exciting. I know. I know. Thank you all so much for listening. If you like what you hear, please, please leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen. And if you haven't already read our books, they are Not Suitable for Work, Off the Record, and Nemesis by me, Sky McDonald. And Faker, and If You Never Come Back, and very, very soon to be Simmer Down by Sarah Smith. You can find us on Quick and, uh, ugh, on Twitter at Quick and Dirty Rom, and on Instagram at Quick and Dirty Romance. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at Writer Sky McD. And you can also find me on Twitter and Instagram. I am at Author Sarah S. We love to hear from you, so reach out and DM us with any questions or requests for future episodes. Quick and Dirty Romance is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts. Okay, guys. Thank you so much for listening, and we will be back with you again soon. Bye.